0: The Bazaar is a podcast that deals with mature subject matter that some listeners may find offensive or upsetting. The Bazaar is not recommended for any listeners under 18 years of age. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to The Bazaar. so I went on a walk this morning and like walked by Starbucks picked up a Starbucks with my points Mm -hmm. and um, there was I was walking by this woman with a stroller and I was like oh my god like is it a baby and I I looked and it was the most haggard looking chihuahua I've ever seen in my life it looked like Mm -hmm. it had seen some shit it was like missing some teeth so its tongue was hanging out of its mouth (laughs) It's John
1: Molini's petunia but worse.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that that was literally the first thing I thought of. And like um people before me like the reason I thought it was a baby because the people before me went like, "Aw, into the <laughs> stroller thing." So I was like, "Oh, it is a baby." And then no! past me and I I did not say aw and I think she got offended, but it's fine. You are like, "Oh." It looks a little bit <laughs> it looks a little bit like this like like gremlin-esque creature i mean it could have been a very sweet dog it just looked very unfortunate (laughs) i wonder if people think the same thing about me when they pass me on the street could have been cute (laughs) rather unfortunate i was gonna say i mean
1: as someone who owns a hairless cat i am often uh very used to people just going oh
0: (laughs) hades hades looks a little bit like a cat like like someone turned a cat inside out but like in a cute way He like also
1: I get a lot more oh he's kind of cute vibes from him because he, <laughs> he he's isn't kind of cute. He's not like he's not pink so he doesn't look like a turkey or like <laughs> a chicken like he doesn't look like a plucked chicken.
0: No, he, he doesn't. looks
1: like he's he's black so he looks kind of like a like if if a chihuahua and a rat and a bat had a he, really unfortunate baby
0: he does look very bat like like if someone yeah, just it's the took, ears. <laughs> yeah if someone just took the wings off of a bat and like stepped it up a couple sizes like there would be no difference yeah no. so oh my um, god he's a bat cat no 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 bat
1: cat yeah. that works so i made myself an, an uh, americano i.e i didn't want to go through the uh uh the trouble of trying to make a latte so i just put water in my espresso. I was gonna say, what the
0: fuck is an Americano? It's literally just espresso with water in it. I couldn't do it. So like, just, just, I get twitchy drinking one coffee a day. Like I know that if I were to have like two coffees a day or like or like two lattes, whatever, even like an espresso shot, I get so twitchy. Like I literally oh, look a little bit insane. This is my second espresso beverage of the day. I don't know how you do it. I would die. I would die.
1: For those well, listening, it's noon?
0: Yeah, it's noon right now <laughs> on a Monday. It's noon right now on a Monday. Morgan is drinking an Americano. I am drinking a iced coffee. And so far, it is Morgan's second caffeinated beverage of the day. And it is my first and only.
1: I've been up um, since six, okay? My schedule gets wonky on
0: Mondays. <laughs> that's so fair, okay? that's I've been up since eight, so you beat me by, like, two hours. That's fine. Um, so you, you're just hyping yourself up for Dungeons & Dragons later? Oh
1: is. so hyping myself up. I missed last week, so I am
0: ready to go. <laughs> I haven't done a campaign in so long.
1: I think I it's been like it almost so a year.
0: It's been like a year pretty much.
1: Honestly, if um one of uh one of my um why am I forgetting the name of it? One of my guild members, one of the one of the people. I can't remember never say guild of, guild member again. I'm <laughs> so depressed. sorry I can't. Like what <laughs> party members. Oh, there yeah. we go. One Jill's of um members. one of my uh party members, shout out to Evan Holtz, who told me he would listen to this. So Evan, if you're not listening. Evan, I don't follow. know you, but if
0: you're not listening, that is very disrespectful.
1: He also has a <laughs> podcast which um I can plug at the end of this for him.
0: Yeah, of course, Amazing. of course. Um but uh
1: point being Evan uh sometimes would stream our DD sessions so if we ever get back to doing that i'll let you know oh my god please entertainment
0: for hours he's an aspiring twitch streamer so um is that what the kids do these days with video games like there's never Mm -hmm. just playing video games in private anymore it's just everyone has to watch you play them honestly though i kind of dig it because it a makes me feel
1: like i'm in a room with someone else and b then i don't have to buy the games you know
0: that's fair. So like it's just you you watch someone do like a gameplay
1: essentially. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Well, for Twitch I think it's more
0: like there's a lot of Twitch is different now like
1: there's a lot of people who just Twitch stream as like a live stream source so like, like they do anything on Twitch but like the main gaming component of Twitch there's a lot of like um a lot of people stream like first person shooter games on Twitch and games where you uh. play with other people.
0: Oh, okay, like all the kids with their Fortnite and their um Yes League of Overwatch Legends. and, and yes. Overwatch. Um, I watched uh
1: I watched Jordan you R- not Jordan Jordan Fisher. Um, who's he's uh, he's he was playing Evan Hansen on Broadway
0: before it closed. Got it. But, uh, I was like that name he, sounds really familiar. He's
1: from he was in Team Beach movie. Um Stop. he played Stop. Mark at the for Rent Live. Um he was in the second season of or not season the second uh movie for to all the boys i loved before
0: yeah yeah that
1: guy indeed. he was john ambrose oh he, he's cute he's adorable he's a
0: twitch streamer too Wait, how old is he is it is it acceptable for me to
1: 23
0: see? 24 oh he's, he's already yeah. really cute that's fine um all right he jordan fisher if you're listening to this i doubt you will um, but hit me up oh he's so he's engaged fuck there's always got to be an engagement
1: But he streams on Twitch and I've watched him occasionally because he sometimes
0: streams Animal Crossing and that's literally all I care about. (laughs) This podcast is slowly gonna go into video game territory. Mm -mm -mm. Video game podcast.
1: Oh no, the only video games I have um, ample experience with are Animal Crossing and Sims.
0: Okay, you and I have very different tastes in video games. Like, mine is like God of War, Tomb Raider, right now i'm playing assassin's creed anyways okay oh, what I are the- assassin's creed <laughs> okay which one i'm playing i'm playing the i'm um, playing odyssey because i haven't played it yet it's, um
1: oh, mine is the i think it was the third one it was the colonial one. It's oh, girl more, uh, you gotta catch up you gotta, you gotta ma'am i them. got it i i got it when i first got my wii u in like 2000 like ma'am. 12. i don't i don't see i watch people play games i do not play them myself because that, that is things fair. like this happen That's i have played every
0: horror game ever
1: I do remember that we do share a love for uh, the Batman Arkham games, though. Oh, they're so good. They're yeah. so, good. They're so um, good. So So that that's where our, our video game talk will leave off. Oh, like Sims
0: 4. <laughs> Sims 4 is great. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today it's... Uh, what am I saying? Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about a current case. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, July 6th. So if new developments come up, we'll try and like share them once this episode is posted or maybe like after editing, I'll jump in with like a small like current update if anything blows up by the time this goes up on Friday. Um, Today we're talking about Vanessa Gulen. Oh. Am I pronouncing her last, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing her last name correctly. I think you are. Am um, I? I
1: can't be sure because I'm not. Did you do the the Google thing where... You... I, I
0: tried to find the phonetics. Anyway. Hi, I... and
1: welcome to We Take 15 Minutes to Discuss Pronunciation.
0: Hello, and welcome <laughs> back to... Morgan and I just debated how to pronounce um, our our case's last name for 15 Because we're
1: minutes. professional podcasters who do research and ample... Um, rehearsal before our episodes 100 percent. we don't just oh. jump on here and talk
0: definitely uh it's, nope we are professional investigators no we're not we are the least <laughs> qualified people to be doing this um today we are talking about vanessa guillen uh vanessa guillen was a 20 year old mexican american woman she was born and raised in houston texas much like our lord and savior beyonce Knowles. but that is beside the point yeah her parents are rogello and gloria Uh, Vanessa was described as a bright force and a brilliant sister. She graduated high school in 2018 at the top of her class, played soccer, loved to jog, and really enjoyed sports. She joined the U.S. Army in June of 2018 and was trained as a small arms and artillery repairer. I don't know what that does, but it sounds very important. Mm -hmm. She was assigned to the third cavalry regiment, and after her disappearance and death, she was actually promoted to the rank of specialist on July 1st of this year. It's like, what, last week? Yeah. Yeah. Last Wednesday? hmm Vanessa um, was reported as a missing persons case. She was last seen around 1 p.m. on April 22nd of 2020 in the parking lot of the Engineer Squadron headquarters at Fort Hood, which is a U.S. military post that has over Three hundred miles, so apparently, to Wikipedia, that translates to nine hundred kilometers in size. So I don't know What's if that's correct. I, I, it's, it's like ballpark. It said like around, so. I'm gonna be honest. I, say, I, measure, I think they rounded up. I don't know. That's fair. I'm really
1: bad with measuring things, so I usually measure things that I can think of in, uh, in the length of a sub from Subway. <laughs>
0: We're measuring so someone, mili- we're measuring the size of a military base in foot long subs, everyone. Well
1: my <laughs> That's how you thing just said. That I
0: usually, I
1: usually, if someone says, Oh, it's six feet tall, I picture <laughs> six foot long subs. Um <laughs> so with this it's not gonna work like that, but that's how just big, kind of how much how many foot long subs is the army base. I need somebody you would have if, to convert how many feet are in a kilometer and then from there I don't know let's just
0: say it's a hella big area
1: oh yeah no (laughs) it would probably put a lot of subways out of business for the amount of stuff that they'd have to make yes
0: yeah that's a lot of bread (laughs) a lot of gluten in one area Uh, (laughs) Vanessa I hate us oh god Vanessa's car keys, identification card, bank card and barracks key were found inside the armory where she worked her family felt that Vanessa disappeared under suspicious circumstances. Like, if she wanted to go somewhere on her own, just, like, leave the base, which, again, is you, you don't just, like, randomly leave the base and never return. Um, you would take your car keys with you, wouldn't you? You, you, would, you would drive, first of all. You, you would take all of those things that you need. You need bank card if you're just leaving, right? You need all of these things. And you need the barracks key to get back if you're just going out. Uh, The case was actually investigated under the jurisdiction of the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command, otherwise known as CID. A few weeks before she went missing, she had told her family that she was being sexually harassed by an unnamed sergeant at Port Hood, that other female soldiers had made reports, but the complaints against him had been dismissed time and time again. Her mother advised her to report him, and Vanessa responded with saying that she could put a stop to it herself out of fear that her mother would be harmed for actually making a report. And I'll get into the stats later, but like it's shown that like there are certain repercussions for women who, who do report their abusers from within the army, which is disgusting. Yeah. Just as yeah.
1: someone who, as someone who has often been on a military base because, um, well, a Kingston has yeah. one and, uh, be, um, a cousin, a very close cousin slash basically sister of mine. Um, in a long-term relationship with a man in the army and they lived in the base in Petawala. Um, oh, yeah, base, our, yeah. yeah, army bases aren't, like, they're, they're very secluded in terms of what is around them. So oftentimes you have to, if you're leaving to go anywhere, you have to go with things. Like, you're not just gonna walk down to the corner store. Like, if you're on yeah. a base, you're you're most likely in a relatively secluded rural area. And and correct me if I'm wrong, you
0: have to, like, sign out. I think it depends on... Some kind of protocol. There's, like,
1: there's, there's protocol. Yeah, Um, it depends on, it depends on whether or not, like, you're working or you're living, like, off base or things like that, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Vanessa was last seen wearing a black t-shirt and purple workout pants. When investigators searched her phone, they found that the last person she texted was a Specialist Robinson. So Robinson worked in a building at the same base that was close to where Vanessa worked every single day. He wasn't her superior and not in her chain of command, but they had contact with each other before she died. Like, he was, like, literally one of the last people she texted before she, like, went missing and, well, we passed away. Um, I'm not sure what the text said, but I'm sure it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there as a foreshadowing of what to come next. A witness told investigators that Vanessa left the arms room where she had been working and went to the arms room controlled by Specialist Robinson to apparently confirm serial numbers for weapons and equipment. I'm not sure if that was actually why she went or if there was something else going on. Apparently to CID, which I don't actually like trust this report fully, uh, because it seems really vague, uh, there was no evidence or reason to believe that Vanessa was assaulted before she went missing. Um, And she did go missing. Foul play was obviously involved. Like I said, this wasn't a case of her just going on a stroll downtown. Uh, Vanessa's mother, Gloria, told reporters that she did not trust the U.S. Army's handling of the investigation into Vanessa's disappearance. Go figure, you know. (laughs) Gloria, I don't either. I'm with you, Gloria. I don't trust those people either. In June of 2020, the family's attorney, Natalie Kawam Kawam Shit, stated that she believed that the family was being kept in the dark because few details had been released regarding Vanessa's disappearance. So allegedly there was a thorough investigation. Now you can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but yes, I'm inserting air quotes around thorough investigation. Uh-huh. To which no details had been released about there wasn't much for people to go on aside from that when she was last seen and what she was wearing. Um, on June 13th of 2020, hundreds of people assembled at the gates of Fort Hood to protest what organizers felt was a lack of information on the case. The authorities said, allegedly, that more than 300 interviews and over 10,000 man hours were spent on investigating Vanessa's disappearance. Hello? I'm not gonna fact check them, but I doubt it. I'm just <laughs> gonna say I doubt it. Um that out there. The U.S. Uh, the U.S. Army can come for me about that claim, but I doubt it. I doubt they actually did work that hard. Yeah. So the fall, also, yeah, like,
1: just just knowing their history with um, female military personnel deaths in the past, I doubt it.
0: There, there are so many. There are so many women in the U.S. military that have gone missing. Mysteriously, died and no one's bothered to look into the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is not the first occurrence of this happening. Yeah, no. So in the following months, Vanessa's family held out hope that their daughter and sister, last seen at Fort Hood, Texas, was still alive. This past week, remains were found near Leon River, north of Austin, Texas. The FBI, as of July sixth are still waiting on a positive DNA analysis, but the family believes that the body they found at this river is Vanessa. On Mm -hmm. Thursday of this past week, um, the FBI filed a criminal complaint alleging what her family had feared from the very beginning, that Vanessa had been killed on the base by a fellow soldier and had been buried near the river. Yeah. Morgan, your face says it all. (laughs)
1: yeah i'm just squinting real hard
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah their main suspect was 20 year old aaron david robinson who i mentioned earlier the last person that she texted and saw that day publicly he had killed himself this past tuesday which was june 30th as law enforcement were closing in to arrest him The FBI has since charged Robinson's girlfriend, 22-year-old Cicely Aguilar, with one count of conspiracy to tamper with evidence. Vanessa's family believes that her death was linked to sexual harassment, that she said she was enduring on the base with little to no help at all. So possibly Robinson could have been one of the male figures sexually assaulting her, or knew about it, or was involved. Now they are pushing for congressional legislation to create an independent agency for soldiers who are victims of sexual harassment and assault. Vanessa never reported sexual harassment, as I said before. In an article for NPR, her sister Lupe said that's because she didn't think a report would be taken seriously. She said, quote, my sister was too afraid to report the harassment because no one would listen to her. They take sexual harassment, sexual assault as a joke. They don't care, end quote. In a statement, Fort Hood officials said that the criminal investigation, quote, has not found any connection between sexual harassment and Vanessa's disappearance. Let's stop calling it disappearance. She was kidnapped and, like, murdered. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's just call it what it is. Investigators said that they plan to further examine the sexual harassment allegations that have come out since Vanessa... They keep using this word disappeared as if she's Houdini. Um. So General Scott... Eflant said that he was requested that he has requested an investigation of Fort Hood's Sexual Harassment Assault Response and Prevention Program which is designed to prevent sexual assault. His goal is to quote assess whether the command climate is supportive of soldiers reporting incidents of sexual harassment and sexual assault and to quote identify any potential systemic issues with the SHARP program at Fort Hood as well as any resource constraints end quote um so you might be thinking alicia what is sharp and i will tell you what sharp is sharp stands for the u.s army's sexual harassment assault response and prevention program i didn't even know they had one of those i mean i'm i'm, I'm tense i'm hesitant to say i'm glad they have one of those as i take a sip of my iced coffee i'm not sure how successful this programming is um you can google this you could you could google this website if if you just sharp u.s army is what i put into google on their official website they say quote sharp exists so the army can prevent sexual harassment and sexual assaults before they occur our goal is to eliminate sexual assaults and sexual harassment by creating a climate that respects the dignity of every member of the army family additionally we strive to reduce the stigma of reporting, protect the victim, increase prevention, investigation, prosecution, and victim care capabilities, increase training and resources, refine and sustain response capability. Sexual harassment and sexual assault are inconsistent with Army values and will not be tolerated. One assault is too many. We must foster a climate of trust that respects and protects our soldiers, civilians, and family members. We are aggressively implementing and expanding the Army's comprehensive sexual harassment, assault response and prevention program. SHARP is a commander's program. We are committed to ensuring engaged leadership at all levels to prevent sexual assault and sexual harassment. Well, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's that's a great template. but it doesn't exactly tell me or tell anybody else how they plan on achieving those goals. No. To me, that just seems like your, your typical HR email or posting that you put up to be like, it's, it's to cover your ass,
1: but it's not necessarily um, doing anything. Yeah.
0: Totally. They're just there to cover the Like sharp seems a little dull. You know what I mean? haha
1: uh-huh. <laughs> i'm sorry that was so bad god. and welcome to comedy hour where we <laughs> try Don't to stand up i'm going into stand-up shit oh god oh no no
0: it's toronto i mean
1: no please do yeah. it please you're so Thanks, good man. you're great you're gonna be wow. so great your confidence in me is i love amazing. and support
0: you <laughs> <laughs> well Okay, so, on June 30th, authorities question Cicely Ann Aguilar, a local woman who was the estranged wife, I think, of Aaron David Robinson, but I I could be wrong, um, because no one's officially, like, linked her to him in that way in the articles that I've read. She just says, it literally says, like, Cicely Ann Aguilar, semicolon, estranged wife, so I don't know if it's his wife or just another person's wife, and they were friends, Anyways, she was someone's wife. She is, she's not dead. She's 22, alive and awful. Um, so she was involved with Robinson, who is the main suspect who had committed suicide after authorities involvement. And the, like I said, the same person who last had contact with Vanessa, to me, that seems a little obvious that he might've been involved from the beginning. Apparently, yeah. this is gonna really piss you off. Both of these people had previously been interviewed Of course they had of course they had (laughs) (laughs) not sure how that ball dropped but it it dropped they really dropped that ball according to a criminal complaint filed with the western district court of texas cicely helped her boyfriend so robinson uh dispose of vanessa's body on april 22nd 2020 which is when she went missing after robinson had bludgeoned vanessa to death with a hammer inside the armory where he worked. So she was murdered allegedly on base and they transported her body off base. And nobody saw, or if they did, nobody said a, a damn thing about it. Early on July 1st, local police attempted to make contact with Robinson who produced a handgun and killed himself before he could be taken into custody. Cicely Aguilar was arrested by Texas Rangers and held at the Bell County Jail. On July 2nd, Bell County officials stated that Aguilar would be transferred to federal custody due to being charged with one count of conspiracy to tamper with evidence by the US Attorney's Office of the Western District of Texas. Cicely Aguilar faces one count of conspiracy to tamper with evidence in the disappearance of Private First Class Vanessa Gu- Guillen, Vanessa Guilen. Um, this is This is the rough outline that they've produced in terms of what happened that day back in April. Robinson allegedly attempted to dispose of Vanessa's body, enlisting in the help of Sicily. Sicily apparently recognized Vanessa and still aided him. They attempted to dismember the body with a machete knife before burying the remains in three separate holes by the river. They returned later to fill in those holes with concrete. So I'm not a lawyer, I am not an investigator. I know nothing about U.S. law. But in my opinion, I think she should get more than just conspiracy to tamper with evidence. She aided in dismembering a body. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> like, that to me. That's not
1: just like, that's, oops, I... My friends that's... asked me to do this, and I guess I have to. Like, it's, you knew someone was dead, and you helped, you, you helped make them more dead. Like, even you... though they were, I don't, even though they were you... already dead, you didn't kill them, but you helped hide the body, that's... You're, you're you, an like accomplice. defiled a
0: corpse. You, you you are you are an accomplice. She's literally an accomplice, and you're she an should been accomplice in a murder. <laughs> she should have been tried as an accomplice because it wasn't like he just handed her a bloody knife and went hide this and then didn't tell her why. Which I'm not saying makes that person any more innocent, but I'm saying like she knew she knew Vanessa. Yeah, and she helped him dismember and then hide the body, and then that's not even the worst of it she went back a couple hours later and filled in the holes with concrete so like yeah no that's like to me that's that's i can't even i don't understand so she is facing up to 20 years at this point but to me i'm like that's not enough like (laughs) myra vanessa's other sister was quoted that she actually met robinson the day after Vanessa's disappearance when her family was like trying to canvas and look around for Vanessa. So that, that asshole looked at her sister dead in the face and said he knew nothing. Um, yeah. Army spokesman Boy. Chris Gray. Yeah, exactly. He said that the partial remains were found in a quote, area of interest agents had returned to in the search for Vanessa. So they'd already been there. I think that that's what that implies. That they, an area of interest, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I okay. That's where they were like looking before. Yeah. Um, so in an interview, um, this, I got this from NPR. Uh, he said, quote, no confirmation as to the identity of the remains has been made at this point, And we ask for the media and the public's understanding that the identification process can take time. So the family's attorney discovered at least two alleged incidents of sexual harassment um, perpetrated against Vanessa. One was a superior walking in on Vanessa showering, and another verbally assaulting Vanessa with la- with vulgar remarks in Spanish. So Pluto obviously agrees with me. Yeah, Pluto, Pluto
1: very much, Pluto very much agrees. <laughs> I really hope that picked up on audio. He's- She's been, I'm not kidding you, she's been walking around my room for the past like 10 minutes pacing and crying, so she she gets it. She's mad.
0: The cats are angry. We are angry. The family's attorney is worried about how this case might turn out. She said that the Vanessa told loved ones she didn't want to report their sexual harassment out of fear of retaliation. And then look what happens. She ends up brutally murdered. That just says it all, right? Yep. So um, on this website, Futures Without Violence, um, it's a statistical website about violence within the US Army. The Department of Defense, DOD, estimates that more than 19,000 military sexual assaults occurred in 2010, yet less than 14% were actually officially reported. Of the 19,000 military sexual assaults, the 3,192 reports only led to 191 convictions that's out of almost twenty thousand people. One in three convicted military sex sex offenders remain in the military. In two thousand twelve, a Pentagon survey found that approximately two thousand wait blah, 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 numbers confuse me. <laughs> a twenty twelve Pentagon survey found that approximately twenty six thousand women and men were sexually assaulted that year. Of those only 3,000 cases were reported. Of the reported cases, only 884 cases went to trial, 376 resulted in convictions. Another investigation found that one in five women in the United States Air Force reported to having been sexually assaulted by other service members. In addition to retaliation against soldiers remaining in active service, many former service members who reported sexual assaults were actually forced to relieve. like they were forced to leave the military. Um, reasons for their discharge included, quote, having a personality disorder or engaging in misconduct related to the sexual assault, such as fraternization or prior to the don't ask, don't tell, the end of that. Yeah. of course they were yeah women veterans who have been subjected to both sexual and physical assault are more likely to have chronic health issues and significantly lower quality of life in terms of their health more than 10 years after completing active duty so many of these women um they already are entering into a world where it, it is still predominantly male cis cis men within mm-hmm. the u.s army um so they're already feeling like they're they're a minority in terms of care.
1: Yeah. And so
0: to be reinforced again and again that you are a number and you are not cared about is, is awful. Um, so instead of an actual like quote unquote organization, this week, I kind of wanted to point people towards some resources that our listeners could use to help the investigation move forward. Mm-hmm. Because this is a huge call to action. Um, oh, yeah. Vanessa was a woman of color who was discarded, um, like many other women of color have been. Uh, so you can, this is taken directly from the Find Vanessa Gulen Facebook page, which uh, you can like, share, join, like spread it around. Um, you can also tweet using the hashtag, hashtag JusticeForVanessaGulen, uh, which we will be sharing on our Instagram profile. Uh, As well, I don't know if this works for Canadians, but um, why not try? We're all in quarantine, (laughs) supposedly. We're supposed to be staying safe. So if you're like, what do I do today? I'll tell you what you can do today with your time. Uh, You can call the following numbers. Uh, You can call the U.S. Senate Armed Services Committee at the following numbers. 202-224-3871 or email luke underscore holland which is h-o-l-l-a-n-d at i-n-h-o-f-e dot senate gov or you know if you're feeling spicy and want to call more people that deserve <laughs> your phone call you can also call 202-225-4151 or email shauna which is s-h-a-n-a dot c-h-a-n-g-l-e-r Chandler at mail.house.gov and what you should say on the phone and I'm pulling this from the official Facebook page is quote I am calling to request a congressional investigation by the U.S. Senate and the House of Armed Services Committee on the Army's handling of Vanessa Gillen's disappearance that's what you do folks there's your Friday night plans right there for you there it is that's What you should do you know what you do crack open like a nice like like a beer or glass of wine and get out your phone and call some people Get shit done yeah I agree (laughs) Uh, so that is that is this week's story and there's there's a lot to break down in that like it's this isn't going to be one of our like longer cases because Mm -hmm. things are still developing as we speak Um, like literally uh, the stuff that I pulled w- was from articles posted, like, some yesterday. So there are, there are new developments every day. Um, as we said, this isn't the first time this has happened. I'm trying to remember the name of the woman. Um, hold on. In 2005, Lavena Lynn Johnson was found dead in Iraq in her tent, I believe. Uh, and to this day... No one's able to tell us how she. Died. She's the one.
1: She's the one who had. Uh, is she the one who had uh, gone to her supervisors about um, the rape and whatnot? Because I know that there's. Um, yeah. So. There's a couple of. Uh, there was one other woman who had been sexually assaulted and went to her superiors about it, and then uh, died like a week later.
0: Like to me, if somebody goes missing, mysteriously dies after saying that they've had this traumatic thing that keeps happening to them, chances are those things are connected. That mm-hmm. isn't that isn't just an accident. So um, yeah, LaVena Le- Johnson, um, her death was officially ruled a suicide by the Department of Defense. Um, However, her father actually became suspicious when he saw her body in the funeral home and decided to investigate. I'm pulling this from the Wikipedia that I have up, by the way, people. Um, The autopsy report and photographs revealed that Johnson had a broken nose, a black eye, loose teeth, burns from a corrosive chemical on her genitals, and a gunshot wound that seemed inconsistent with suicide. So you're telling me that she poured chemicals on her lady area um, and then shot herself. In a way that is impossible to shoot yourself if you're committing suicide. Uh, bloody That's, footprints were also discovered. Yep, yeah. uh, there uh, the chemical burns were there to destroy DNA evidence of a rape, and bloody footprints were discovered outside of her living quarters. Which, this is insane. So there's actually a documentary film about um, LaVena Johnson's family's struggle for justice that was made in 2010 directed by um, Joan Booker. I'm Booker, sorry. I'm not familiar with um, the documentary, but it's good to know. Um, Lavena Johnson, The Silent Truth. Um, so that was in 2010. Um, so there have been no new developments in this case. The last um, development was in 2011, the criminal justice students in the Cold Case Investigative Research Institute. Morgan, that sounds like the place for you. You would love it. Um, they it was a run. It was run as a student club, actually, at three different universities, and they selected Johnson's case as their case for investigation. So their crime scene reconstruction class or initiative aimed to help shed light on this case that has attracted worldwide attention. Um, so they didn't agree with the army's findings. No surprise there. Um, and they believe as well that there was foul play. Involved, but no traction, nothing has changed in terms of the ruling. It's still technically ruled a suicide. Yeah.
1: (sighs) Wow. The US Army is not saying the Canadian Army is
0: any better because the Canadian Army is is also North American armies in general, just military in general is just so. Oh, I hate it. Literally,
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) anytime I am on. Tinder or Hinge and it recommends like U.S. Army because so where uh, I'm from where I'm from Kingston is close enough to the U.S. border and also Kingston has a very large military presence because there's both a military base and also the Royal Military College of Canada is in Kingston and the amount of Like cadets or um, U.S. U.S. military coming over for like, or like that are on the water or close enough to the border that like your Tinder or picks up the speed at which I will swipe left run listen
0: any of those people yeah I mean it's it's not to say that I'm sure there are very nice people who are in the military um.
1: Yeah, but that's... Just like like there are nice nice people anywhere.
0: Exactly, right? (laughs) Like, what I'm trying to dance around is the fact that it attracts a certain kind of person. It does. To to those positions where you can exert power over someone else with lethal means, right? Yeah. Uh, There's
1: uh, the the boyfriend that my cousin had for quite a few years and had a child with. Um, No longer in the picture just reinforced my hatred for people men specifically in the military um
0: and and, and i don't want to sound like we're shitting on like world war ii veterans or anything like that because like no those people no. saw some shit yeah. you know like <laughs> i'm more so <laughs> talking about the people we're, that we're talking about um a certain type of um young man today 2020 that is attracted to the military uh, very similar to the guys that just post pictures of pickup trucks on their Tinder profiles, and there are no pictures of them; it's just a bunch of cars, or it's them holding a. Dead fish. No, there's. A, I was about to say, no, there's <laughs> pictures of them. It's them holding a fish. It's always them holding a fish, saying they're in the military. Um, I don't know if if they're if the military just attracts fishermen, or like fishermen are attracted to the military. Like, there's some kind of relationship there that people need to, someone needs to do research on the statistical like analysis of men that hold up fish in pictures and if or not they're in the military yeah I think there's a strong correlation there also with um really really bad flannel and denim from the like early 90s um yeah it's there's it's hot when girls do it it's not so much when guys do it oh girls look hella cute in flannel okay we know how good we look in flannel we realize, you don't, sir, but we look great in flannel. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. There's there's a lot of military presence in Kingston, Ontario. That the couple guys have been on a date with from a military base as well have been a little bit of a what yeah. If I hope they're listening, would be hilarious.
1: We just ostracized an entire fan base. How sad.
0: <laughs> oh, listen. If you if your dad is in the military. Or your grandfather is a veteran. We're not shitting on them. They could be very lovely people. Yes, yeah, so that's all the hard shit for today's episode. That's all the very sad things going on. Be sure to, um, like I said, follow follow the Facebook um, to support Vanessa and her family. That's where all the updates um, from her family and like her central community are posted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna make sure that especially myself, since I'm the one who told this story, is going to be, I have my notifications on cool. for the news for any updates that happen. Okay, so uh, there is a new update to Vanessa's case. I mean, we, we knew this would happen. Mm-hmm. We, I, like, I, I'm sure everyone had this gut feeling that um, officially the remains found are Vanessa's. So Cicely is terrifying looking. Sicily, the the girl who like was involved in murdering her. I thought you meant the country for a second. And oh. I was like, oh okay. No, Not Sicily, country, I'm sure the- is a beautiful country. Um, the woman. Nice. Oh, she looks like she tried to get your hair color. Oh yikes! No. But it came out like a highlighter, like you know, like she tried to get your like auburn shit going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is the the most recent. Article that was posted. Um, People Magazine just posted one. I'm not usually a fan of People Magazine, but it aligns with what CNN is also posting right now. Um, so, Cicely Aguilar, 22, the second suspect facing charges in the case, and alleges that she told investigators that Robinson placed Gulen's body in a storage case after killing her, um, where they took her body to a bridge near the Leon River. They um, dismembered the body, set it on fire, and then when the body didn't burn completely, the couple put the remains in three separate holes and covered them. So officially, as of Monday, July 6th at 1 p.m., uh, the remains found by the river are Vanessa's. So, wow. um, Authorities have not disclosed a possible motive in the killing, but um, the family's lawyer told CNN on Sunday that Gillan had planned to file um, sexual harassment complaints, and that Robinson was officially um, one of the men who had sexually assaulted her. Uh, sorry, sexually harassed her. The family believes that Vanessa told Robinson about her plans to report him um, and that he killed her in a fit of rage. So we we have our, we have some more answers now. Yeah. Um, and like I said, this is coming right after in a press conference. The army said that there was no evidence that she'd ever been sexually harassed or assaulted. So I bet you they look real stupid now uh, for ignoring them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know what? I'm gonna close off this story by just saying, when someone comes forward saying that they have been sexually abused in any way don't automatically brush it off as a lie not everyone is a psychopath lying about that that is a very serious and upsetting thing a traumatizing thing to to even feel let alone have the confidence to say to somebody else yeah yeah exactly Believe survivors thank you very much all right, Morgan. What's your dear friend's podcast? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So um, my friend Evan, whom I mentioned
0: before, uh, I'm going to call him now Dungeons and Dragons Evan. He's honestly, Dun- you Evan. would
1: probably appreciate that. Yeah, I um, like to know that he s- has a podcast with a couple of um, friends of his. Uh, it's called. I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but uh, Digitik Pixels. So it's D I E G E T I C and then Pixels, P I X E L S. They have a Twitter, they have an Instagram, um, and it's basically just pals talking about games and movies and TV. And stuff, and um, yeah, <laughs> they most recently talked about The Last of Us, which, if you're in the games, um, I suppose is a really big thing right
0: now. Well, I followed them, so now they have to follow us on the podcast. Perfect. Perfect. Networking. We'll do a crossover Networking. episode. We'll do a crossover.
1: All right, let's talk about a game that has murder in it.
0: <laughs> there is a game we could talk about, Ellie Noir. It's literally about, oh, it's about, like, Hollywood detectives in, like, the golden age of cinema.
1: Oh, I love that so much. I have something that's not necessarily murdery, but might be oh. a little bit culty for next week. I fucking love cults. Give me a cult, Morgan.
0: So we'll see. We'll see Give how much me. you can dig up. Oh my Oh my god, I just, I got the living shit scared out of me. There's a man scaling the building, but I think he's doing work on the building, but there are just legs. Hanging over my balcony. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what is going on? Happy Friday and uh keep signing petitions. Yeah. And stay tuned for Morgan's cult information. Oh, next week is gonna be oh, next live. Next week is gonna be spooky. We're just gonna say that. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. Peace. Bye. <laughs>